0: So pick your favorite and prepare your taste buds for an unforgettable eating experience. Deadeye Premium Barbecue products are available at Fairway, Hy-Vee, Amazon, or at DeadeyeBBQ.com.
1: Hi, you're listening to Sports and Corks. I'm Emily. And I'm Emily. And this is a very exciting week for both of us because college basketball is back. Um... The first game that kind of caught our interest on the schedule is number 22 UCLA versus San Diego State. Um, That game is on Wednesday this week. Good West Coast matchup.
0: 100%. UCLA with like their very rich history of basketball and San Diego State uh, kind of projected to do the best in the Mountain West. So, of course, us being a West Coast biased podcast, we couldn't not talk about this game and... It Should be pretty good. I'm really hoping that San Diego State like shows up and plays really well just because it helps them out in the Mountain West overall. But, um, UCLA also hoping for good things there just for the Pac 12. Mm-hmm.
1: Big West Coast basketball, folks, or Western yep. basketball, I guess not necessarily <laughs> coastal, but <laughs> no. Uh, um, we also have number one Gonzaga playing number six Kansas on Thanksgiving um morning-ish, middle of the day, depending on what your time zone is in. Um but pretty exciting. Very exciting. That is my game of the week this week. What a shock. Shocking, I know, yes. Um <laughs> You know, at this point I'm just hoping that there's no last-minute COVID tests that come through that I end up canceling this game or something. Um The teams are already traveling, so I'm assuming that means we're probably in the clear at this point, but knocking on wood as we speak. Um, So very exciting men's basketball games. Um, And then the Maui Invitational, Um, not happening in Maui this year, but that will be, um, (laughs) uh, let's see, when is the 30th? Is that Sunday or Monday? Monday? Monday, okay, so yeah, really next week we have that to look forward to love some uh, early week basketball. Oh yeah, it'll be good. I
0: mean, the Maui invitational will have Alabama, um, Indiana, North Carolina, Stanford, Texas, UNLV. Um, just to name a few of the teams that will be playing in it. Um in addition to Davidson in Providence, but, um, eh, I'm, I don't, I don't know. I'm liking North Carolina for this overall, mm-hmm. but that's a, that's a East coast basketball bias. I think,
1: <laughs> um, we also have some great women's games coming up on the schedule.
0: Yes. So started like women's basketball also starts on Wednesday, um the games that kind of stood out for like top 25 matchups number 12 Maryland will play number 24 Missouri State on Saturday and then on Monday number 1 South Carolina will play number 21 Gonzaga so Gonzaga fans good week for y'all um yeah
1: lots of yeah. lots of uh, entertainment happening I for sure I'm just hoping that like the Gonzaga women's basketball program is pretty solid, but they definitely Mm -hmm. haven't broken into that like quote unquote blue blood esque status that I feel like the men's program has kind of attained at this point, like blue blood light. Maybe some people will probably think that's a hot take, (laughs) but whatever. I mean, I don't know. (laughs) Um, But I just hope that it's a solid showing for the women's basketball team.
0: It's a good, it's uh, a good platform for them to show up at. Uh, South Carolina is almost always super, super good for women's basketball. And the thing about women's basketball, like once a team is in like the top 10, they pretty much are there. Like that is a good program. Mm -hmm. You, I feel like in men's basketball, like there is more room for teams to move up in the rankings and really kind of upset some teams and like upsets happen in women's basketball, but there are teams that just have been dominant for years. So (laughs) Gonzaga, if they can have a really good showing on Monday, man, that will speak volumes for the rest of this season and probably a couple seasons to come. Would love that.
1: So yeah, it's kind of your college basketball intro um, for this first week. Um, Switching gears to college football. I I feel like I, I'm letting the listeners down because in my mind, college football just is not happening this year unless you're <laughs> the University of Colorado. Um, I just can't. I don't know. I can't get into it. I feel so bad, but I don't know. It's just not. It's i feel like it's just kind of a wash of a season because there's so many teams that are just like not playing week to week that i don't know regardless though there are good games happening (laughs) (laughs) yes
0: there there have been good games every weekend there have been a lot of stinkers too like i think it's fair that you're like oh it's a weird season like I've watched a lot of not good games or a lot of very one-sided games, especially early on when it was just, like, teams who are just trying to play. Uh Now that it's more, like, conference, play, that doesn't always make it better, to be (laughs) quite honest. Like, Alabama, Kentucky, looking at you like, my lord. A field goal, Kentucky? That's all. (laughs) That's it. A field goal. At that point, I'm like, you might as well (laughs) just
1: not score.
0: Like, I don't know. Yeah. Well... There was a team that did not score this, <laughs> this weekend. Indeed. Um, ew. so we'll talk about those, but, um, last week, my game of the week was the Indiana, Ohio state game. Mm-hmm. Indiana surprised me. And probably a lot of Ohio state fans were sweating a little bit. They were like, Oh, what is this? We don't know what it's like <laughs> to have a team make us work for the win a little bit. Um, when it's Indiana, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, they have like a ridiculous win streak against Indiana. And um I I think we've talked about Indiana over the last couple of weeks, especially like when they got that win over Penn State. And it's it's like, oh, like, is Indiana really here? Or like what's going on? And I think Indiana is actually really good. Um, Ohio State, I think, had some silly plays that had happened, and that is why. <laughs> It was not well. It was a close game, but that made it more fun to watch. Like I definitely thought at halftime, I was going to have to turn this game off. I uh-huh. thought it was going to be a blowout. Um, Ohio State won 42-35. Pretty much a fun game to watch. Like that is what we show up for: is close games where both teams are like having moments of really good. So um, good Big Ten game, absolutely, uh, <laughs> and. <laughs> We talked about we talked about teams that didn't score a point. <laughs> and that team this weekend was Kansas State. My goodness. Uh-huh. Iowa State ranked number 16 going into this game. Yeah, you know, Iowa State fans, I think, are very, they are cautiously optimistic from the ones I interact with. And I think for good reason. And then this game happened. I was like, I've never seen a like Iowa State, just show up and shut out a team. And they did that to K-State for Farmageddon, like... Farmageddon. <laughs> That's what the yes, game is yes, called. Yes. <laughs> for, for folks who were not, like, the biggest college football fans, um, like my roommate who came downstairs and saw that the game happening he's like oh this is not a good game and i'm like nah i mean like it's very one-sided but it's a really fun uh-huh. game and it's farmageddon and he's like farmageddon <laughs> what even is this And i'm like they're both like <laughs> it's uh Land it's niche. Grant <laughs> <laughs> it's very niche like they're trying to get a tractor to be the the trophy yeah. which i'm like how do they not have this by now john deere that is like easy sponsorship yeah. like placement like you know that kids iowa state and k-state are going to buy some type of tractor at some point in their life. You just know it or feed mm-hmm. like the agrifeed things. I can't name a single agrifeed <laughs> brand, but I know that like this is prime
1: real estate, folks. Yeah, it's there's an opportunity there for sure, I think for the right uh <laughs> the right buyers. <laughs> um, you know,
0: they get a lot of eyeballs on it too, like mm-hmm. You know, some of, especially with like these, the COVID times, you know, people are like looking into weird things that they're not normally into, like making bread and building houses. So like, yeah, why couldn't someone get into gardening <laughs> on like a bigger scale where they're like, no, not only do I want a little tomato garden, I think I want an entire field of corn. Why not? There's a market. If they're out here, <laughs> they're looking for it. <laughs> uh, <sighs> And Jim Harbaugh kept his job. Yes, Michigan got a win over Rutgers this weekend, forty-eight, forty-two. That's a little too close for comfort, if I am Jim Harbaugh.
1: Yeah, um, not a ton of breathing room there, I would say. No. Um, <laughs> but a win is a win, as they say. So it's true. Um, it's all, it's all that matters. Yes, and. The other thing that matters is that this Thanksgiving weekend, we are going to be blessed with many sports to watch. Many games. Um, Iowa State and Texas, that's kind of a classic matchup. Um, Will you be uh, rooting for Iowa State here? or? I mean,
0: I, I've thought long and hard <laughs> about this as I'm a bandwagon fan this season because it appears my Wyoming Cowboys are never going to play a game this season because COVID sad. in the Mountain West is rampant. Yes. It's sad, but I'm, I I'd prefer players and coaches and staff are safe over watching football. So uh, I'm going to watch the Cyclones hopefully beat the Longhorns. Um, nice. I have a yeah. Texas shirt, but I think I will put on some Cardinal and gold hmm. and cheer for Iowa State this weekend, or on Friday, very nice, <laughs> Yes, and then Maryland plays Indiana, and I think this will be a test of how Maryland has won some games that has have surprised everyone, and I'm not saying that their wins are like a fluke, but if Indiana is like super dominant in this, I will probably be like, "Well, Maryland was just lucky.
1: you know. I feel like you you know these things. <laughs> I feel like you you have a very good analysis um for these matchups and um I could see it.
0: Oh, well thank you. I think it's just that the Big 10 kind of puts a spotlight on the conference uh-huh. like you can't not see anything that's Big 10 so I feel like it's easier to be familiar with like how their teams are doing, and which of their teams you know are bad. True. Yeah. Bad's not the best word. They're football programs that are not as strong as other football programs. Like
1: a conference like the Pac-12, it's it's harder to know, like just yes. off the top of your head, which teams are terrible. You know.
0: Yes, because it kind of rotates mm-hmm. out. Like, and so USC is ranked number nineteen. Yes. And they play Colorado this weekend. But I don't, I wouldn't be like, yeah, USC for sure has that game in the bag. Cause I like, I don't know. Yeah.
1: Is it, is that a night game also?
0: Pac-12 after is dark?
1: It? I don't know. Hold
0: on. Ooh, I, I cannot it remember. if it, Okay.
1: <laughs> Unless you're somewhere where it gets dark at one thirty PM. <laughs> Mountain uh, time. <laughs> no, you're up. uh, no, it is a day game, but that's okay. Um, Yes, very much excited for that game, um, considering we didn't get a CU game last week because of a COVID outbreak on the Arizona State team. Uh, (laughs) So the Buffs are back on the field this weekend.
0: It should be a fun, a really fun game. Yeah. Um, I included this, not that it's going to be a fun game, but uh, again, Big Ten, this is again probably why I can. Be like, oh, yeah, this is what I think about the Big Ten. So Penn State plays Michigan. And somehow I think it's going to be like the worst, like right now, the worst two teams in the Big Ten.
1: (laughs) Could be painful. And so I think
0: it'll be, yeah, I think it'll be really interesting. Like, I think that make like, you can't just have like a really good team and a really bad team play each other. That's not fun to watch. You can have two really good teams play (laughs) each other. And that's super fun. You can have two bad teams play each other. And that might be pretty fun. Um, I think this is going to be, and like, I think that they have the coaches, I think they have the talent in their players that this could just be a really fun clown shoes game.
1: It it definitely could be. I, I do hope it's good.
0: I mean, I do too. Just- <laughs> <laughs> <sighs>
1: um, and then San Jose State and Boise State also.
0: Mountain West action, because I feel like Mountain West games have been getting canceled. <laughs> few and, left few and, and
1: right. far, far—that's the phrase, right? Few and far between. Yep. Okay. <laughs> I'm known for like screwing up my colloquialism so <laughs> just want to check there. Um, yeah, college football still going on, at least to some extent so, every week. <laughs> yep.
0: Every week, it's like a—you never know what you're going to get every week. Mm-mm. It's a choose-your-own-adventure kind of.
1: Yeah, and Thursday, like you could think, oh, on Saturday I'm gonna watch this game, and then it's like, nope.
0: <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's like, nope. You thought you were gonna watch this game, instead you're gonna watch a different game that you don't care about. Yeah. <laughs> but it's fun. Um, while college football is not the most consistent with keeping their games, I feel like the NFL has been better. Yeah, like there haven't been, been as many shift Some,
1: but it's yeah. I would say definitely a lot more consistent. Um, Speaking of consistency, the Steelers have remained very consistent at winning games. Uh, They're 10-0 still undefeated. And the Jets and the Jaguars have been very consistent at losing games. Um, (laughs) I was looking at this upcoming week schedule and just kind of like seeing, oh, you know, like how are certain teams doing, whatever. And I had no clue that these two teams were doing so terribly. I know there are a lot of teams that have only won like three games but the Jets have not won a game this year and the Jaguars have won one game. That is very tough to watch Um, I don't know any people who are fans of either of these teams but if you do maybe give them a virtual hug Um, Venmo them some beer money or something, I don't know Um, but they probably need support (laughs) They
0: most definitely do I will be seeing a Jags fan oh. on Thanksgiving. Uh, it's rough watching the Jags, watching the Jags play with this person. I just feel so bad because I'm like, mm-hmm. uh, at least I'm a fan of the Bills.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's yeah. That's a sad, sad state it's of affairs. Um, for sure. Also, we're, we're pouring, pouring them out for several um, people. Several groups this week, um, including (laughs) Drew Brees' ribs. Um, So originally they thought he had like a couple of fractures and um, I don't want to quote this wrong. He has broken 11 ribs. The first test showed five. Um, I can't imagine how painful that is. I dislocated my collarbone once and I thought I literally went to the ER and thought it was I have was having a heart attack cause I couldn't breathe. So I cannot imagine breaking up any ribs, like how stressful that would be and how much pain you would be in. Um, yeah. so speedy recovery, um, for him, hopefully, but that's, I mean, that's kind of ironic to say, I guess, because ribs heal very slowly, <laughs> but yeah,
0: hopefully by next season he can be back.
1: Um, I, I think he's projected to be back like somewhat soon, but, Okay. It's a lot of times with those kind of injuries, it's like they come back and then it just gets hurt again. And then, yeah, cause it wasn't like it healed as well as a normal person would let it heal, you know, before returning yes. to their job. So, <laughs> um, yeah, we'll see.
0: And finally pour one out for Joe Burrow, uh, his knee, He tore his ACL, his MCL. And when you tear those ligaments, you also mess up other things Mm -hmm. in your knee. Um, So he's probably like messed up his meniscus and it's a mess. So he's out for the rest of the season. Um, It's projected like for recovery between nine and 12 months. So it's TBD. If he'll be back at the beginning of the 2021 season, it just depends on like how they do the surgery and how he rehabs it. I would assume that he'll have the surgery like now and then he can start rehab now also and should be back to running in like six months, but not necessarily playing.
1: Yeah. um, That's also really like that could, your career could really be very much affected by an injury like this. A lot of that stuff just never really is quite the same afterwards, even with the best of care. So um hopefully that's not the case in this situation
0: yeah hopefully they can get it to a place where and they can get him to a place where when he comes back he is less likely to re-injure it and also he doesn't come back too soon like i think that is a huge issue with knee injuries as people come back like you said about like drew Brees' ribs like players come back before their bodies are fully healed and then it's just like adding to the issue the next time it happens. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. It's unfortunate. Um, any other sports updates? Um, I know I said my game of the week, but uh, what is your game of the week?
0: So my game of the week, knowing that the Gonzaga-Kansas game <laughs> is going to be yours. <laughs> Good assumption. Uh, it's cool. uh, yeah, I, I was just like, you know, I have a hunch. Yes. <laughs> Um, the U S women's national team plays the Netherlands. I mentioned it last week or the week before in an international friendly on Friday. And I think that'll just be really fun. Um, I mean, the MLS is, they are in the middle of like playoffs right now. And so it's not that I'm not excited for the MLS. Um, I just am more excited for the national women's soccer team. To play. So that's
1: very valid, I would say.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Like the MLS is it's on the come-up, but you know, when you get the chance to watch the best soccer players of the United States go out and play, like, yeah, you're gonna watch that. Yeah. Um (laughs) what is your hot take of the week?
1: Um, straight out of the gate, sweet potatoes are trash. Um, that's that's all I have to say. (laughs) I think last year around this time, my hot take was that pumpkin pies. Gross, and um, it's not nearly as gross to me as sweet potatoes. I oh my god! I, I know people <laughs> love them. Um, yeah, they're just I don't like sweetness with like a starchy food like that. It should be savory to me. Um, the only way I like I do like sweet potato fries, but I really only like them if it comes with like a really good dipping sauce, like some sort of an aioli or something. Um, and lots of salt too. So I think it just kind of masks the flavor. Um, but yeah, very much out on sweet (laughs) potatoes. They're disgusting. I'm sorry. I know people love them, but that's my hot take. Um, what is yours? (laughs) Um, I think our hot takes are going to be
0: equally, um, (laughs) hot, basically like walking up to a volcano and sticking your hand in the lava. Um, so (laughs) Beyonce has collaborated with Adidas to create yes. a fashion line. It's supposed to be like athleisure. And let me tell you one: no one's working out in the like the clothing that has been made. <laughs> no one's doing anything. Like, you can't even just be like, yeah, I'm like gonna go to the store in It's not good. It's terrible. Like the most recent line is not great. And I feel terrible as a Beyoncé stan, as a like someone who wants to support. Black women, my goodness! This line, this most recent line, yikes, <laughs> bud. Um, the colors, I really liked, like the salmon, corally color, um, but like the yellow is a highlighter yellow. Gold, there's like a gold brown color that I'm like, that's like a nice color for not clothes. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm sure plenty of people are like. Thinking this is a wrong take. Um, this line has sold out. Yes. Which is like, shocked literally
1: me. Literally as soon as it dropped, I think.
0: Yeah. So I'm like, uh, it's overpriced. It's under functional. And y'all still are here for it. <laughs> Live your life. Live your life. She promoted like inclusion. And I love that. But like, please promote inclusion in design. Or put out apparel that makes sense. And that's. I'll get off my soapbox before someone comes and throws things at me.
1: (laughs) Um, You know, I think there will probably be some listeners who find that to be a hot take, but I I see where you're coming from.
0: Yeah. I mean, I feel like most people who are actually looking at the clothes are like, this doesn't make sense, but there are still folks who are like, it doesn't matter. It's Beyonce. And I'm like, I love that for you, bud. (laughs) (laughs) um (laughs) what is your wine pick of the week
1: um so it's a wine you can get at target um it's called Yes. yes it's very good tall dark stranger it's a malbec um i would say it's probably better if you're having like more of a heavy meal it's not one of your like i guess if you don't like intense red wine i wouldn't say it's like a good everyday drinking wine i think it's good for like to go along with a solid meal like Thanksgiving, um, but the label super cool as always. That really draws us in. Um, it's got some nice like spice and fruitiness to it. Overall, good wine. Very nice. What about you? So my wine pick is a red blend.
0: Is I always choose for red. Uh, it's Generations Red Blend, and it was good like it was nice and like fruity and not fruity and dry like it had like a nice fruit flavor while being dry like it wasn't too sweet like it was a good end of the day glass of red wine um had nice tones of vanilla and berry uh and while I picked this for the week my one issue with this wine Uh uh-huh I woke up with a really bad headache after drinking it mm. and not drinking like a lot of it, like uh. drinking a glass of wine and waking up the next day. And I'm like, I think I'm dying. Yeah, that's so.
1: Hmm.
0: Not the best, but it tasted really good.
1: <laughs> well, that's good. <laughs> I'm yeah. sorry I left you with a bit of a hangover, but uh, hopefully, hopefully there are other factors at play and it wasn't the actual wine. Yeah.
0: Uh. It happens on occasion. It, and I'm not mad about it. I'm like, um, I'll just try to eat more. I don't know. Yeah. Um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> do
0: you have any personal plugs this week?
1: I don't think I do. I feel like we've kind of hit uh, the usual stuff recently. Do you?
0: Um, I mean, just the usual <laughs> subscribe to Tailgate Society content and listen to the podcasts and... um. Yeah, those are like the big things, but we've made it past voting, so we can no longer tell you all to go vote. I guess we can. If you live in <laughs> Georgia and you're listening to this, like, make sure you're registered to vote so you can vote off in the vote in the runoff election. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's. Yeah, that's all I got for personal plugs. Uh, Do you have a bigger than sports moment?
1: Yes. Um, So this story came out a couple of weeks ago, but we've had so many bigger than sports moments that we've had to stockpile them. Um, So I believe he was 21 years old. Special Olympics athlete uh, Chris Nikich, I'm guessing that's how you see it, um, Mm -hmm. became the first person with Down syndrome to complete an Ironman triathlon, um, which... Is an incredible feat. Um, I could never complete a triathlon. <laughs> I I am very impressed by people who um, train for them. But just a good, good feel-good thing. I like
0: that. That's really happy news. Mm-hmm. It's really fun. Happy news. Yeah. So, congrats. Well. That's all I have this week. I hope you all have a great Thanksgiving and enjoy all the sports. And if you are not a fan of sweet potatoes, you have a substitute. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And we'll talk to you next week. Emily and Emily, sports and sports.